Hello. Hello. It's Spoop Hour. With Courtney and... Sasha. Whoa. Whoa. What time is it? It's Spoop Hour. We need music. We do. It's awkward. Um, hey, music friends. <laughs> if music anyone friends. wants to write us a little ditty that's a little spoopy, but also a little goofy. And a little trashy. And maybe us. a little trashy. Maybe a little trashy. Because <laughs> if you like spoop and you like trash, you've you come, come to, to the, the right place. place. Um... If it sounds like we're in comfy clothes, it's because we are. It's uh, Sunday night. And that's best time for PJs, although as far as I'm concerned, any time after 7 is the best time for PJs. Yeah. Any um, day of the week. Any day of the week. Uh, yeah, Sunday night. Fun got day some night. school. Tomorrow you've got work tomorrow. I've got work tomorrow. It's the last week of September. Yeah. So we're approaching, fast approaching, the best season of the year. Best time of the year. Best time of the year. Um, the most wonderful time of the year. As far as I'm concerned, Halloween starts, like, mid-September. Yeah. Um, I started making my Halloween plans, like, a month ago, which is pretty late in the year for me. Yeah. Usually I figure it out, like, three days after Halloween the prior year, what I mm-hmm. want to be and whatever else. But this year it was tricky. Um, but I've settled on something. Good. Yeah, I know what you've settled on. Yeah. yeah I really like it. It's going to be a dryad. And maybe we'll cover dryads someday. If you don't know what one is, it's a forest spirit or a forest nymph. Mm-hmm. They live in trees. And they party with Bacchus. And I love wine. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm allergic I, to wine. A oh little no! bit allergic to wine. I get really ill. Oh. So, like, I still have that, you know, bubbly rosé in the fridge. Yeah, you do. And so I've been, like, very slowly drinking it. Why didn't you say anything? I'll drink your wine. You'll drink, yeah, drink my wine. I'll drink your wine, yeah. girl. It's like, I can drink a little bit of sangria. I can drink a little bit. Yeah. But then, like, especially red wine. Red wine makes me really ill. I think it's the tannins. Oh, yeah, like I get I get a massive headache and mm. like I vomit a lot when I drink even mm. like a glass of red wine. See now, like yeah. now that I'm old, um, mm. vodka upsets my stomach. Oh, we like, have so much vodka. We have so much vodka. I drank some of it the other night. Congratulations! Yeah, it was good. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I can do like a very small amount of vodka, but it just sits really heavy on my stomach, mm. and so like I get like my stomach just gets unhappy. I can still do rum. Mm-hmm. I can still do wine. Thank God. But, yeah. Do you remember, what was it, New Year's, like, two years ago? Or there was some party that we had two years ago, and I was, like, really, like, hell-bent on Moscow Oh, mules, yeah, you made those Moscow mules! But I made, it was, like, a whole oh. picture of just, uh, just vodka. Yeah. Right? It was, like, a picture of vodka with, like, a splash a of ginger ale and a splash ale. of lime juice. And it everyone was... got so fucked up, and I felt so bad, because I think I ended up cutting mine with, like, ice cubes. And that happened just... also with our um, raspberry limoncello punch, I... which sounded really good, because we didn't think it through. It sounded like it was going to taste like raspberry lemonade, because limoncello sounds like it's not going to be that strong. Except... Spoiler uh, alert, it's it really... is alcohol. Yeah, and so that was another thing that got everyone fucked up, because everyone yeah. poured, like, big glasses, and I Because we were like, don't... oh, refreshing lemonade! Right, and I already don't drink a lot of alcohol to begin with, so I usually pour myself a very small glass, like right. half of a small glass, and put lots of ice in it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like starting to work on a nice buzz, and everyone's wasted. Yeah, <laughs> like, all of the rest of us oh were no. just like, oh my god, this is literally how we do So the moral of the story is don't let Sasha make your drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will try to kill you. There was a time, I don't remember what I was making, I think it was when I made spiked cider in my um, mm. slow cooker. And I wasn't thinking about how much alcohol is alcohol, so I poured, like, almost an entire bottle of rum in there. Oh, yeah. Without thinking, and then I added some caramel vodka, too, because, like, why not? Um, And 
Oh, or the first time I made sangria when I was like, here's how we'll make sangria. I'll put frozen berries in it. It'll be red wine. And let's add raspberry vodka. Bing, bang, boom. And everybody's just like, this just tastes like alcohol. Can yeah. someone please get juice? Yeah, I remember so, that too. We're yeah. not very good at alcohol. We're we? not great at alcohol, but we do love it. Yeah. So I think uh, Even like the other day when I was having my pineapple vodka and um, uh, ginger beer mm-hmm. in that like giant wine glass. Yeah. But like, like oh, one shot two shots, (laughs) three shots. Why is most of the glass full? (laughs) Um, I did, over the weekend, I went to a friend's housewarming down in Roanoke, and while there, we got alcohol from the local grocery store, and I got something, it was a crab's hard ginger beer, Mm. and it was flavored with orange, and oh my god, I could have never stopped drinking them. It was so good. So that's our endorsement for the day. The Mm. Spoop Hour seal of approval. I was going to say, Roanoke, I bet, has, like, some spooky ghost tour. I'm sure it does. They actually, I don't remember, I took a picture and intended to send it to you. Yeah. I don't think I did because I'm a simple creature. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired all the time. Simple creatures are best. Yes. And I'm a simple creature. Simple creatures, like the Jersey Devil. They have a beer called Squatch Ale. And I yes! peer pressured my significant other into getting it. Oh, my God. Look at that hairy man. Yeah, girl. It's actually, it's it's a Sasquatch, he's, he's which as we established. And carrying a... Carrying a keg over his shoulder. This is amazing. I mean, he's re- he's basically my ideal man, wearing yeah. a kilt and carrying a keg over one shoulder. Yeah. Who doesn't um. love that? And he's got a good hefty beard on him that kind of mm. connects to his upper hair. That's what I'm talking about. That reminds me of this, this hairy man thing. Um, <laughs> the other hairy night, man thing. This hairy man thing. The other night, I uh, went and did my you know monthly comic book shopping. Uh, and <laughs> I guess... Going back even further, uh, in July, I went to Phantom Comics in D.C. with mm-hmm. uh, Carrie, mm-hmm. and because um, I really wanted to get the new Snot Girl, and uh, while we were browsing, she goes, oh my god, I've been dying to read this, and I'm like, what? She picks up a copy of Shirtless Bear Fighter, <laughs> <laughs> and so we took it to this bar in Old Town um, called Bilbo Baggins, like, you know, The Hobbit. Um, and they were, they were getting pretty close to closing time, but Carrie's friends with the bartender or whatever, and so we were just sitting there, like, reading this comic at this bar, like, having a great laugh. Um, and that's when I discovered that I really like, um, gin and tonics. Like, that's my, yeah. that's your jam? But, um... My drink at a bar is gonna be an amaretto sour. Like, mm -hmm. if somebody else is making it for me... Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. I tried making them once for my birthday, and then it just mostly came out amaretto, because I don't know. Yeah, no, I... I am uh, not a mixologist. I, I did a... Had a sour phase for a very brief time in, like, 2013, mm. and then it just... Anything that now feels like it has too much sugar, if it's, like, too mm. sweet, I don't like it. I, I like you. I like my alcohol clear. Um, anyway, like you so... like your men. That's liked, a Scientology be, joke. I, that was a deep-cut oh, Scientology I, joke. Because going clear is what they say when you've audited yourself to get rid of all of your gunk. Oh, yeah, I do not like my men clear. <laughs> no. <laughs> she I, likes them all gunky. That's not... how you feel about my cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I've only met him in passing. I know you listen to this. You seem like a nice person. Also, you have a good first name. Um, um, but anyway, so I went to the comic book store and uh, found a Shirtless Bear Fighter. Yes. And they're actually up to their fourth issue right now. Nice. Um, so I just bought the reprint of the first one. Nice. Um, talking to the comic book store guy. Um, who was not the comic book guy from The Simpsons. Like, but like he should have been. He was wearing like a Harry Potter shirt. Yeah. Um, a nice person was like, oh, by the way, the trade paperback of this ever. is coming out um, in December. And I was like, hell yeah, time for Christmas. But Halloween first. Um, the best holiday season. Yeah, so, so Shirtless Bear Man, um, I feel like everyone needs to read it. Okay. Um, but if you're weird about dicks, maybe don't. <laughs> 
That, I but my, my endorsement for today is shirtless bear fighter. There we go. So my endorsement is crabs, hard ginger beer. Yours is shirtless bear man. Shirtless bear fighter. Shirtless bear fighter. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, so that's been endorsement time. Yep. Um, today's snack, Sasha is eating some rainbow nerds. We don't have pie today or any pie flavored thing because yeah. I haven't been to the grocery store in a while. I do have pumpkin spice Oreos in but my But I think thing. you want those to be a you treat. They're a me and my significant other treat. Barf. (laughs) Um, I went to Target today, and I bought two little, you know those, like, the fall and Halloween birds? birds, Yeah. Yeah. We have some winter birds. We have winter birds, and so now I'm like, we have a bird theme in our apartment as well. I really like that Target has these Um, birds, but yeah, one is named Bird Pit now. I haven't named the Jack Lantern one yet. Um, But yeah, I saw the pumpkin spice Oreos, and Jack Nickelberg. Jack Nickelberg. Because it's Jack. Oh, Jack Lantern, yeah. Yeah. My, my significant other is uh, really into the pumpkin spice life. Because he's basic. He, as he calls himself. Yeah, he's my sweet, basic boy. All right, so that's, been, <laughs> that's been our gross time. So let's just sing from that Hi, end partner. of Spoop. <laughs> gross. Um, <laughs> so um, in terms of Spoop, yeah, I imagine Roanoke does have some ghost stories. Because mm-hmm. just in the brief time, I've never spent an extensive amount of time in Roanoke. Just... Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a wedding there once, um, and... And this housewarming this weekend. This housewarming this weekend, um, and maybe, like, a football game or two. Um, Mm. but it is one of those places where, like, you don't get a ton of electric lights, which I think sort of promotes that spoop life, because when it's dark, that's when your brain fills in the spaces, Mm -hmm. which is where we get all of our cryptids and all of our myths, is because things go bump in the night, and you tell yourself it's the house settling, but it's not. Like that weird cryptid that you saw at your old apartment, where it's like glowing eyes of some animal. Yeah, and so my brain was just like, when it fills uh, the blanks. Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't know what it was, so I'm just gonna make some shit up. Um... But, yeah, it does seem like the kind of place that if Sasquatch was going to hang out on the East Coast, it's probably where he'd be. would be mm-hmm. in um, so He'd probably he... dress up like a colonist. Um, like an yeah. old-timey Sasquatch. They did have a Frontier Culture Museum, and I oh, was just yeah. like, that seems like a rough no. decision. No, Frontier Culture Museum is actually really cool. Oh, okay. um, I have a couple of friends from uh, JMU who've yeah. interned there or worked there full-time. Okay. Um, yeah, it's like an immersive historical experience. It's really cool. Okay. Yeah, it's in Stanton. Yeah. Also yeah, in Stanton, Shakespeare. Yes. Yeah. I've never seen a Shakespeare show in Stanton. Oh! But it's not spoopy. Although Hamlet does begin with ghosts. Yes. Um, Which was a point of contention a few years ago where this one student was saying, like, <laughs> you know, I can't read Beloved by Toni Morrison because Real of the ghost quick thing. interjection. Yes. Beloved is a tough book to read, but not because of ghosts, but because of the slavery, the violence, the rape, the bestiality. Right. It's a it's a tough well, read. Besti- Im- implied well, implied bestiality. bestiality. It's I'm never sorry. graphic. I'm sorry. Um, but, but but there is a reason for all of that. Yeah. Like it's just it's just when I say yeah. it's a tough read, I don't mean it's a bad read. It's just right. it's hard to read because it's right. It's just it's so much and it makes you feel so many things. And, and so it's just when, one of those things that it's difficult, but it's cathartic. And so when we get complaints, which is not very often, but the pe- loudest people are in the news sometimes look it up um we we don't ever get complaints about ghosts and this one girl was like i can't read this it goes against my religion because ghosts and we were like i'm sorry i don't mean to laugh and then she was trying to explain it to us and we were like okay we can give you an alternate text for beloved um just this one time but you do realize that in spring semester we read hamlet and rosencrantz and gillenstern are dead all of which have ghosts in them. It has a ghost starting shit. Yeah. Like, and he is a shitster like, and ghost. Oh. 
well, I'll read Hamlet. And we were like, so why can't you read Beloved? So that was There's my... There's probably comparable ghost content in right. Hamlet and Beloved. Like, I'd Beloved's like, got yeah. a lot of other stuff going on, too. But, yeah. like, Hamlet, really, you have, like, the one scene with the ghost, and then bing, bang, boom, no more ghosts. And Beloved, mm. well, yeah, it's true. The ghost comes back and he yells does. at Hamlet halfway through the play to he be does. like... But you get, like, two You're... scenes with the ghost, and then, like, the bulk of the play, it's right, ghost-free. Right, right. So there's a comparable amount of b- ghosts in Beloved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But I'd like to weird. do an episode, or a segment of an episode, where it's just all of the stuff that's, like, weird and spooky about Shakespeare. That'd there's cool. a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Witches. Yeah. Um, Everywhere. There's a Doctor Who episode about it. Don't judge me. during it. Oh, you, someone yeah, made I've you only, watch it. I've only ever watched, or tried to watch one episode of Doctor Who. Was it the Shakespeare one? one and mm. I took a nap. I it's, napped hard. It's an episode that, like, if you haven't been immer- immersed in Doctor yeah. Who for a while, you're not gonna, it's, it's kind yeah. of an odd episode. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to, like have been chugging along that train for a while. Yeah, yeah it was <laughs> For like, it to not be, like, I was in, like, mixed company, too. Like, uh, and I fell asleep, like, in front of everyone. That seems fine. Everyone was like, oh, well, Sasha's out. <laughs> Ugh. Hello, new friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleepy. Um, so we're gonna go ahead, and we're trying to build some more structure, as you can tell from our 13 minutes minute of banter. banter. <laughs> um, we're also delightful and not great at setting goals. Just kidding, we're perfect. Um, so... Eh. Don't you am me, we're great. <laughs> so we're going to start today with a story from one of our friends. So keep sending us your stories. Um, if you're not our Facebook friend, I should probably set us up a Gmail account. So we could, that, yeah, yeah. So that you don't have to send it to us on yeah. Facebook. Cause I or Twitter. Pers- or Twitter, yeah. Um, DM us. Yeah. Um, or if um, you want to be on our show, because I was talking to Matt and Megan last night, oh, yeah. and I was like, you guys just need to straight up guest on this, yeah, because some they have to tell their story about the thing that happened to them because I will do I, a disservice to that story. That's true. They tell that story very, very well, but I'm team Megan on it in that I don't think it's all that spooky. I'm just like, I mean, I do shit like that when I'm mm. in that situation too. I'm team Matt. That shit was fucked <laughs> This is why we make a great podcast because yeah. you say potato and I say potato. I say tomato. I say, say I don't like tomatoes. <gasps> Please get them off. Just kidding. I Are you okay? Did you see the nerd? <laughs> I don't like them raw. If they've been cooked and they're in stuff, I'm fine. But raw tomatoes, it's a texture thing. Okay. Well, so I'll that's, eat your tomatoes for you. Aw, but see, it's we're just, we're so good yeah. together. So, you know, we gotta have, you know, guests on as well, so. Yeah, so if you've got a really good one and you think we're gonna fuck it up, because we probably will, um, yeah. Yeah, let us know. But this very first story. Oh, sh- wait, after that. Oh. Yeah, let's just talk about our structure. Yeah. Yeah. So we're putting together a structure. So this is going to be a recurring thing. Obviously, we're still recruiting stories. So this is going to be one of the things that comes back. Um, the thing we're going to do after it um, is going to be called a featured creature. And we can go into more detail about that when we hit mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, we're working on building some more structure. We're mm-hmm. um, planning out. We're going to do some trips when we both stop being so busy to do ghost walks and visiting psychics and just like really getting our spoop on. Yeah. And then at the end of today's episode, um, we're going to talk about a local. Yeah. Yokel. Um, I like local yokel. It's just a little bit of local flavor. Yeah, and so we'll get there. Um, a very Fairfax County oriented thingy that if you're from Fairfax, you will probably be like, oh, yep. You probably know already that. know inside yeah. of yourself what it's going to be. Exactly. So, um, so for our first friend story. Yeah, this is um, our friend Hillary. She is one of our science friends. Yeah, and so um, we're, I'm just gonna go and like s- just start reading what she sent us because... And I will tell you the things that I experienced because I was getting these messages 
when I was at work, and I was like, oh my what? god, this is incredible. I'm so happy right and now. And this is the thing, the filling in the spaces. Yeah, because... what happens to your brain. When weird shit happens, you don't go, there's probably a science for this. No. You go, there's some weird shit for this. Yeah. And then later you go, no, it was a science. Yeah. Because she's a science she's person. She's a science person. Yeah. So if, any, if anyone is going to figure out the science, it's Hillary. Her. Yep. Okay. So thank you, so, Hillary. Thank Mwah. you, Hillary. Spoop time. Woo! So the spoopy story that my skeptic brain science the shit out of, Hillary, I love you. <laughs> um, let me preface this with, I don't discount the existence of ghosts. Much I think like they me. probably exist, but I need to see more definitive proof. Cool. I'm, yeah, I, I get that, because I'm kind of a, I don't know. If I saw definitive proof, I wouldn't be like, this isn't real. But I don't know that I'm, I'm ever going to get that. You're pretty science much... would have proven by now that there aren't ghosts. See, I'm like, science would have proven by now that there are. So. Okay. But, you so, know. Potato, potato. Tomato, right. don't get those on my sandwich. Okay. And I like to be spooked like the next person. Yeah. But I typically seek a rational explanation for things. Mm-hmm. One day this summer, like a month or two ago, I got home late like usual. Yay, being overcommitted. Yay. No one else was home. Yay, overcommitted family. <laughs> Hillary, I love your asides. Thank you. Um, I was in the bathroom with the door shut when I heard a door slam. At first, I was like, sound effects. I just decided. Oh, somebody probably came home, and so I just kept brushing my teeth. A minute later, I heard a door slam again. Door slamming isn't typical, so I opened the bathroom door to look down the hallway. All the lights in the house were out, but I could see a bit thanks to the bathroom light. As I'm staring down the hallway, I see my older brother's door open slightly and then slam shut. Nope. And this is the part of the story where I was just like, oh my God. Because I got that really fun, like, feeling in your chest where you're like, oh shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like And so, like, this. even, even hearing it now and I know the explanation for it, I'm like, oh my God. Because I'm just thinking about, like, times when I've been at home and weird shit has happened. Right. It's great. So, in a testament to my will, this is Hillary's will. I would not have left my room. Yeah, Hillary, I'm proud of you. You're so brave. Um, I immediately... Next time there's a ghost in our place, I'm calling Hillary. Yeah, right? <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Hillary, Hillary Busters! Um, I immediately walked over to his room and opened the door. Nope. Light's completely off. Nope. And no one's inside. Nope. <laughs> I pulled the door shut and went back to the bathroom while keeping an eye on it because fuck that shit. <laughs> I like to imagine that she's like full on like just backing into her Right. <laughs> a minute later... The same exact thing happens. Nope. Door opens slightly and then slams shut. Nope. I remember saying, oh, fuck no, (laughs) out loud, and grabbed a pair of scissors from my room and opened my brother's room again. Once again, it's pitch dark and no one is inside. That's when I noticed that the window is open and I understand what's happening. It was Science. a little windy and stormy outside that night, and I realized that there was a giant pressure differential being created between the inside of my house and the storm outside. I'd just like to take a moment to say that Hillary is currently sciencing the sentence, it was a dark and stormy night. She is. She's a delight. Also, upon closer examination, I found that my brother's door didn't like to fully click close by simply shutting it. So I forced the door to click closed and then walked away. The next morning, I yelled at my brother for leaving his window open while he wasn't home, to which he replied... I didn't leave my window open last night. Whoa! And this is where I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. To which my mom answered, oh, yeah, that was me. Womp. And that's the time (laughs) that science almost gave me a heart attack. Thank you, Hillary. That's amazing. Thank you, Hillary. And that's also a thing that always happens to me, like, when mm -hmm. I've left my door open, even just, like, 
like going to just pull the door shut with a certain amount of force and it's like slam and And it's like you okay friendo yeah um cats freak out and i freak out and i feel so bad there was one time um i was home alone i was in high school and i don't remember why my parents and my brother weren't there but it was just me and our dog at the time which was a 10 pound yorkshire terrier so very scary and you know Mm -hmm. protective Mm -hmm. um and i was in my room and I heard a giant crash in our house. And, like, my, my, my parents' house um, isn't that big. It's just, it's not like, oh, something fell in the basement or whatever. Like, it's a pretty, it's a pretty small, like, house. So there's only so many things that can go wrong. And it scared the shit out of me because the dog was in my room. So, and I knew my family wasn't home yet. So I called them and I'm like, hey, so somebody broke in i don't know what to do so my parents are like oh my god stay on the phone stay on the phone oh my god lock your room and i so i lock my room and i'm like hiding in there and i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then my parents came home and there was nobody in there another time um because my family is a family of weeaboos from our time in japan we have this giant samurai sword <laughs> and it just magically fell over at like probably six in the morning so after my dad left for work it was after my parents divorced and so my brother was home sleeping because it was six in the morning and I was home obviously because it was six in the morning and I hear this giant crash. And again, dogs in the room with me, nothing's around outside. So I freaked out and my brother's room, um, when we both lived at home, my brother and I shared a wall. So I literally, I knocked on the wall and I'm like, I can't face this. I need an escort. I cannot leave my room. So Hillary, I applaud you for genuinely going out there. I cannot. Although there was one time, and I was very proud of it, I was home alone, and I just had a spooky feeling. So I opened my door, and I shouted out, I've had a long day, and I have pepper spray. You can decide if you want to try me. Nice. Yeah. You know, when you think of um, that one story from college with the spoopy lines, <gasps> it gets even so, it gets better. I haven't told that story You haven't yet. told that story. I should tell that story, Sasha. Yes, please We tell have... Us. A benevolent butter drifter. And I don't know if that... Benevolent part- butter drifter. Benevolent but-, but He has a fancy name. Yeah. I don't know if that particular roommate listens to our podcast, but if she does, hello, we love you. Mm-hmm. Alaska's spooky. Um, when it's dark all the time. Yeah. When it's light all the time, it's like, it's like noon, but it's two in the morning. Um, so while in college, my I lived with um, three people most of the time. And my senior year, one of them was our friend Teresa and then two other girls that we didn't know before going in. Um, and at the time, Teresa had a boyfriend. Um, she has a husband now, but it's a different guy. Anyway, so her at the time boyfriend, <laughs> I don't know why that's a relevant detail, but congratulations. We love you. Yay. Um, so we were getting ready for the Thanksgiving break. And, um, a couple of weeks before Teresa's boyfriend who had graduated, um, her boyfriend at the time came down for a visit mm-hmm. and this will be relevant for later in the story. So just trust me why I'm laying all this groundwork. So, um, I was one of the first people to leave and no one else had gone home yet. So, and then I was one of the first people to come back because I had a pet band game or something. Mm -hmm. So I come back on, you know, the Sunday or whatever of Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving break. And I noticed like I shared a hallway with Teresa, but we had two separate bedrooms. So our doors were kind of perpendicular to each other. So I couldn't get into my room without seeing her room. And I noticed that her door was slightly ajar. And her bed had been really neatly made. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe she just, like, 
really tidied up before she left and maybe she didn't close her door all the way whatever like no big deal Mm -hmm. i knew she had mentioned that she was going to be traveling around the state she might come back Mm -hmm. and just like crash her room the other thing is Teresa's family is also military and so maybe it was like oh well she makes her bed yeah maybe she does hospital corners yeah i don't know right so I go into my room. I had kind of a weird vibe because, like, I noticed some of the living room furniture was in a slightly different place, which sounds like a crazy person thing to notice, but it was just, I had, you know, when you yeah. have, like, that weird feeling? Yeah. So you're kind of suspicious of everything? Mm-hmm. That's where I was. So, like, I noticed that, like, our living room table had been pushed right up against our couch, and I was like, well, maybe somebody before they left was watching TV and wanted to put their feet up. Yeah. So they moved the table closer, but, like, it just, it seemed odd. And then I was in my room. And because I had a weird vibe, I had locked my door, because whenever I have a weird vibe, I lock my door. Um, Same. Yeah. And then I heard, like, a big crashing noise. But at the time, our upstairs neighbors were so loud, we literally called them the elephants. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, clearly the elephants are back and doing some crazy shit. Whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. Cut to, later that evening, one of our other roommates on the other hallway comes home. And she's like, Teresa's door... And I'm like, yeah, it was open when I got home. I think she just left it open. And that's when that roommate informs me she left after Teresa did, and her door was closed and locked. And I'm like, you know what? She had mentioned she was going to be traveling around, and she might stop by the apartment, so maybe she was in a hurry to leave and just didn't close it and lock it again. She's like, okay, well, Teresa wasn't going to be back for a couple of days, so we, we just, like, figure, nah, why worry her? We're not going to tell her. Anything. Like, she'll come back, and she'll tell us we're probably just fussing over nothing. Teresa comes back and I get a text between classes that, no, Teresa did not come here over break and her door was closed and locked when she left. And that was when we realized someone had been in our apartment. Or Or, a ghost. Or a ghost came in. We genuinely don't know. But here's where it gets interesting other than all of it. So part of me worries that this person or entity was still in the apartment when I came home and I just startled them. And the crash was they must have left through the window and slammed it shut behind them because after I discovered, oh, wait, this wasn't her, she closed and locked her door, our window screen had been pushed out. And I was pretty sure it hadn't been like that before, and that's right. when I noticed all of the furniture that had been moved was the furniture in front of that window. Yeah. So if someone were to go through that window, that would be where it was. And then I was thinking about it, and I was like, did I unlock our apartment door or did I just put my key in and turn it? Did I hear that locking noise? I don't know. So I may have startled that person. Well, we did a quick search through everything to make sure, you know, all of our electronics were still there. We had liquor. None of it had been touched. Nothing was missing. Right. Like absolutely nothing. There was a single fork in the sink and there was nothing else awry. And that could have been anything. That could have been somebody, you know, having a snack before they left or whatever. So when Teresa got back, she was like, my bed was really neatly made. Mm. So whoever it was either slept in her bed or crawled in through that window and messed it up, or the ghost was just like, hospital corners, bitch. Mm. Um, and shortly thereafter, we realized the only thing missing was whoever it was had attached the butter in our refrigerator with a fork. The fork in the sink. The benevolent butter drifter. Benevolent because whoever it was made Teresa's bed. Very nicely, and it was very neat. And all they took was the butter. And all they took was the butter. So if that was a ghost, it was a ghost. It was the ghost of Paula Dean because it really loved the butter and just like went at it with a fork. Um, but yeah, it was just or, one of those. If it wasn't that fork that was in the sink, it's a ghosty with like really sharp, like tiny little claws, and is like trying to. Why do you the have to upset with a genuinely funny story that I tell people? Tiny little ghost with tiny Why little fingers. Why are you like this? Burrows into the butter. 
terrifying. <laughs> I, You're I, a monster. It's like a, little, it's like a cute nope, little... Nope, nope. I'm imagining a thing with, like, Edward Scissorhands claws being like... <laughs> Imagine something with Edward Scissorhands claws being like... <laughs> That's so much worse! Um, but I'm pretty sure it was just a drifter who was looking for a place to sleep for the night because, as it turned out, Teresa's boyfriend at the time liked to sleep with the window open and we lived on the first floor. And after he left and closed the window for the last time, she assumed he had locked it but didn't actually check. So we were thinking somebody just was wandering through, checking windows mm-hmm. for a place to sleep for the night, came across her open one and just, like, hung out. And because I came back a little bit earlier than they were expecting, they might have still been in there, which, like, freaks me out to yeah. no end. That's um, why I, I Trust never, your instinct, kids. Because yeah. I, yeah, like, I had instinct. a really yeah. weird feeling, and I was brushing it off as, I'm just being crazy, which is true. I've yeah. done that many times. But, like, there was genuinely something off in our apartment, and yeah. I had a weird vibe. That's why so, I thanks, like living vibes. on the top floor of things. That's true. It does upset me because the way our apartment is laid out, mm-hmm. my window is only on the second floor, and I'm like, someone could parkour into this. Yeah, I'm my window is on what would be the third floor, even though it's on the same floor as yours. That'd be a really intense parkouring. Parkour! They have, there's a tree. Oh, that's parkour! true. Parkour! Climbing through my window. That's true. Um, so, yeah, that was the... <laughs> that was the benevolent yeah. butter drifter. The only time we ever lost a screen out of a window was um, when when we were also living in the mill, when we were living in 13. Um, mm-hmm. And we had, uh, I can't remember if it was the St. Patrick's Day Rager or if it was the the three-day weekend Rager in January, but um, someone leaned on the window and popped out the screen with their butt and it flew, it dropped down from the third floor. <laughs> was it a ghost? No, it was, oh, it was like a drink. drunk freshman. <laughs> it was a drunk freshman who was not possessed or the by ghost, a ghost. Or the ghost As... of a drunk freshman. Whoa! Because how do you know anybody you knew in college wasn't a ghost? Right. I didn't touch most of the people I was in college with. I think that may have also been the party that I like beat up this one freshman boy because he tried to steal my Littles vodka. Sounds like he deserved it. He did. Yeah. He was also a drummer. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Just kidding. This podcast may be pro-cryptid, it may be pro-ghost, it may be pro-beastie of any kind, but we are not a pro-drummer podcast. Uh, no, you aren't a pro-drummer. <laughs> I speak for us both. Uh, I lived with drummers in yeah, college. Yeah, and you lived with trash. I'm just kidding, they were nice people. They were people. nice people! <laughs> Trumpets forever. Trumpets are jerks. You're a butt Perverts. We are. That's Perverts! Fair. That's fair. Um. um so, um... Yeah, so that was that was my spooky kind of similar story of, like, trust your vibes. Um, if you're brave enough, check on stuff. If you're not, wait till somebody comes home and check on things. Science so, or true crime things can solve most of your ghosty that's problems. That's true. True crime, someone accidentally breaks into your house. Um, or ghost just really loves butter with its terrifying pincer-like fingers. I do not like that gesture. You are a monster. Ugh. Just it almost reminds me of the thing from Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, does the, the thing with the eyes. eyes. We literally just both did the palms over your eyes thing, even though this is a podcast, which is in a visual medium. But we both did it, so yep. you all know what we're talking about. All right, so. Feature creature! Feature creature! Time for more spoop. Um, I think that was spoopy. We were on topic. That was spoopy. spoopy. Yeah. Okay, so um, this segment is going to be a recurring one, and we're going to take turns, although the next couple will be me because Sasha's life is very, very busy. It is. Um, so what is a featured creature? Well, we're going to take either a cryptid or just a beastie from a myth or some sort of mythical thingum Mm -hmm. is the scientific term. Thingum. thingum. Um, And one person is going to describe it to the other person and see if they can guess what it is. Um, And then we're going to talk about it. Sounds good. So I have today's first one. Not looking at your phone. 
Okay, thank you. I was worried earlier. I was like, I have not been careful about hiding what this week's yeah. featured creature is. So, um, this creature, I'm trying to decide if I should speak as if I'm the creature. Probably, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when you play celebrity. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I'm named for mounds that dot the countryside where I'm from. Okay. And I am a spoopy thing because I'm really closely affiliated with death. So, usually I'm described as wearing red or green with long, disheveled hair. So, basically, this thing is me when I don't have a haircut. Um, And I appear in a variety of forms, but usually I'm an ugly, frightful hag. Or I can be young and beautiful. So, basically, it's me inside versus me going out. Okay. Um, And what do I do? Well, in the countries where I'm from, I am known for caning. So, what I do is I, I scream or sing... When a family member dies or is about to die, or if a person had died far away and news of the death had not yet come. And I also predict death. So, if somebody in your household has been kicked in the head by a horse, or has a fever or something, and they're not going to make it, I'm going to start screaming. And usually I do it by sitting on the roof of your house, because I'm creepy. Um, Hmm. When several of my kind appear at once, it indicates the death of someone great... Or holy. So sometimes people think I'm a fairy or a ghost, or I was a specific murdered woman or a mother who died in childbirth. So do you know what I am? I'll give you some more. I, like, I can, like, envision this. I can, like, see the name in my head, but and I'm having a of... hard time, okay, like, um, <clears throat> gelling it. If it helps, I'm Irish. Yes. So I can do the voice, because that's one of the accents that to do. Yeah, now, I, of course, that's I'm trying to do it. I can't do it. When said hills, I was like, oh, this is something Irish. This is Irish, <laughs> yes. Um, there's a Charmed episode about me, which I'm sure helps a ton. It that does not help I, me at all. <laughs> literally, like, three people in the world watch Charmed, and one of them was me. Yeah. Um, so, Gaelic lore. Yeah. Um, and I sit and I scream. And I'm kind of like a siren, but on land. If you want to throw in the towel, there's no judgment no, here. No, what's what's the first letter? Because I can like B. <laughs> this is a good thinking noise. Sasha's just making farting noises. Because I'm a six foot tall farting fart monster. monster from Missouri. My name is Momo. I know, sweetie. I have a pumpkin shaped head. Momo, you know we've partied together, and I just wail. I know. It's, ah, I can see it in my head. Um, it's not Bloody Mary. It is not. No, but that's I can, like, the see kind of the... Thing. Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, the name... I can, like, imagine is, uh, exactly what this is. Like, it's I, from... Uh, this is gonna, like, really give it away, but no, it's... please. Beyonce, I think. Is that how Be- you... Beyonce? Yes, I'm Beyonce. No, I'm not Beyonce. No. Uh, Beyonce... No, I'm getting further wanna, away from you it. Throw, like, yeah, I'll throw in the towel. I'm getting further I am away. a banshee. Ban- you knew I, I, you I had it. I, I had could it. see that you had it. Um, oh, so I just met, like screaming woman. Yes, screaming ah! woman. <laughs> and that's when Sasha becomes a banshee from when being go a fart sit on monster. Our roof. <laughs> <laughs> Scream. Ah. And that's what a banshee does. I think banshees are really interesting because um, I like. The idea that they predict death. And there are variations on the myth. Frick. Like, the way Charmed did it is that the Banshee causes the death for the added drum. So, like, the Banshee screams until you die. Which I think is actually, it's not just a Charmed thing. I think that's genuinely, depending on where you are, that's part of the myth. Um, which is interesting. But, like, the idea is that, you know, it's 
Ireland is apparently a very hilly place, and so you get a lot of mounds and shit. And when the wind whistles through the trees, it probably sounds like a woman screaming. Ah! Just like that. Ah! That's our local banshee. It's our local banshee, Momo. Um, so <laughs> Fart noises. Fart um, noises. So yeah, do you have any thoughts on banshees? Or are you just still beating I'm yourself up? I'm just shook right now. It's okay. I, know, I was like... It, you had it. I could I, see on your face you had it. And that's, it. that's why I didn't want to give you super obvious clues, because I'm like, she knows it. It's there. I can see it in her eyes. But um, This is fun. It was. Um, fun. Yeah, so banshees. I just, I don't know. I could see how it would be terrifying, if, particularly if you have, like, a baby or something. Yeah. Back in the day, like, 50% of your kids would die, and that's oh. why you have so many, is because, like, eight of them are going to be dead, so you hope that four make it. Mm-hmm. So if you have, like, a young baby, and it gets a fever, like, nowadays you can sort that shit out. But back then, it's like, well, this kid might die, or this kid might be okay. And then if you hear the screaming noise, and you're like, ah, fuck, banshee, this kid's done. Time to make another one. Gross. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, they, they, um, the Wikipedia page, which is what I got a lot of this from, has a really great drawing of yeah. her. See, banshees in my head are always, like, very beautiful. I always think of them as having just, like, long, long hair, so I, yeah. I'm more used to them when they're appearing and they're young and beautiful. Right. Um, Would you still love <laughs> Would you still love me when I'm a banshee and not, not a young and beautiful, beautiful one? one? Yeah. Um, uh, I gotta get my hands on a copy of that movie. I'm get, doing Gatsby in November. And I always borrow it from other people. Oh, uh, yeah, you gotta just but, bite that bullet, girl. Yeah, but the people I... feel I, like it's a $5 movie at Target right now. It probably is. The people I borrow um, it from all left to go teach at other schools. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm gonna, just gonna go into some yeah, banshee some more. Do, we're, yeah. we're spooping it up. Um, so... The Yua Brienne Banshee is thought to be named Aibel and the ruler of 25 other Banshees who would always be at her attendance. Um, this is the particular story that the idea of the wailing of numerous Banshees signifies the death of a great person, which right. is interesting, and I had not known that part. Um, then there's some bits about last names. And then, so Keening was actually um, part of the tradition of, like, mourning. Mm -hmm. It was, like, Keening was, like, you were a professional singer, essentially, and you wailed a lament. Um, and in some cases, you could be a professional keener if you mm -hmm. were good at it. So the Banshee is, um, it's a its a lament sung by a fairy woman who is only going to sing it because somebody recently died or is about to die. Right. Um, even if that means, like, if everybody in your household is healthy, it means that, like, your yeah. uncle who's off at war has totally bit it. Right. Um, because writing, he totally bit it on a piece of paper and shoving it under the doorstep does not have the same effect. No. It doesn't. Although, so, Terry Pratchett, once again, um, having fun at Myth's expense, he has a character who is a banshee, but it's a shy banshee who doesn't like singing in public. So, the banshee writes, like, right. on a piece of paper and shoves it under people's doors. Woo. Whoa! You're making a face. I am. Um, it's, it's for the bunny man part. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. now that we're done with banshees... Um, this is gonna be another thing we do where, right oh, now, it's shit, just gonna I already be... said it. <laughs> Spoilers! Ah! Um, local flavor. Um, so today's local flavor, if you're from Northern Virginia, you should know the story of Bunny Man Bridge. Bunny Man Bridge. Dun, if, dun, dun! 
if you're not familiar, just Googling Bunny Man pops up with everything. And this is not like, you know, Johnny Darko Bunny Man or anything. No. No. This, this is, is actually, this is a story I'm fairly familiar with. Yeah, because I, it's fascinating. Yeah. Because um, the version I heard is apparently not the version everybody else heard. Right. And so, um. Which with, is surprising. because Wikipedia mm-hmm. and even like Atlas Obscura, um, mm-hmm. and Atlas Obscura, like, is really good about collecting, like, weird stories about points of interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a uh, Bunny Man Bridge. Their definition is a simple one-lane concrete tunnel in Clifton, Virginia, which is in Fairfax County. It's kind of the boonies of yeah. Fairfax County. Um, I know I said that Sterling was the boonies, but Clifton is also the yeah, boonies. Yeah, Sterling is, yeah. Is, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still pretty underdeveloped and very woodsy. It's, it's mostly um, woods and then, like, the occasional, like, McMansion, but mostly woods. Yeah, um, lots of winding roads. It's really pretty in the fall. Yeah, it's the kind of place that, like... If it's you got didn't, a small town. It has a historic small town. Yeah, and, too, it, yeah. and like if you didn't know it had like a spooky urban legend story associated with it, you could kind of tell because it mm-hmm. seems like the kind of place that would have, have one. one. Yeah. So, um, how about we both tell well, where let me, we let first finished? Oh, you want to? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so it's in uh, it's a simple one lane concrete tunnel, but it's also known as the Colchester Overpass, um, which is actually, I think it's a railway bridge. Yeah, a Southern Railway overpass, mm-hmm. um, with a one lane road underneath it. Um, it looks a little sinister in the dark, um, because, again, it's on this, like, kind of not often traveled road. Yeah. And since it's um, concrete, it's, like, it's not like they wash it very often, so it has that yeah. kind of, like, dingy concrete right. color, which doesn't and help. And it's got, it's, it says, it's little wonder that it has cultivated a creepy legend Whoa. surrounding the specter of an axe murderer known as the Bunny Man. So, um, <laughs> which a couple... I, sorry, I just partially love that because, like... Of all the threatening creatures in all the world, and we have the bunny man. Yeah. Um, so there are a couple of different stories that are attached to this. Um, uh, and a, a local historian, like, working with the public library system mm-hmm. here, extensively researched it to just, like, you know, mm-hmm. keep it for um, local flavor. Um, it says, locate two incidents of a man in a ra- rabbit costume threatening people with an axe. Um, the vandalism reports occurred a week apart in 1970 in this Clifton Burke area of Virginia. Um, the first incident was reported in the evening of October 19th, 1970, by an Air Force Academy cadet and his fiancée, who were visiting relatives in the area. Um, around midnight, when they were returning from a football game, they reportedly parked their car in a field, um, and as they, they sat in the front... out. Yeah. Their excuse was to visit an uncle who lived across the street from where the car was parked, yeah, but okay. they were probably they were, just necking. They were, they were just necking. They were totally necking. Um, this is like who stole my golden arm and like the hook guy, but right. like, they were necking. Um, you know, as they sat in the front seat with the motor running, they noticed something moving outside the rear window. Moments later, a f- front passenger window was smashed and there was a white-clad figure standing near the broken window. Bennett turned the car around while the man screamed at them about trespassing, including your own private par- property. I have a tag number. As they drove down the road, the couple discovered a hatchet on the car floor. When the police dis- requested a description of the man, Bennett insisted he was wearing a white suit with long bunny ears. However, the fiancé contested that their assailant did not have bunny ears on his head, but was wearing a white uh, caparote. It's a, I, which is, I, I, it's like the it's KKK, the KKK hat. And I think I've read somewhere that they were an interracial couple, yeah. which would explain the KKK hat. Or yeah. it was just a weirdo with bunny ears. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, would be a weirdo racist as well. I mean, yeah, yeah just because you're wearing bunny ears doesn't mean you're not part of the KKK. Um, and then, let's see, uh, the second incident, 
This is the one that creeps me out. Real oh, bad. oh! So the police return the hatchet to the the Air Force person after <laughs> examination. So like the hatchet does exist. Yeah, like it's a real. Th- they found when, it in their car after like right. the window broke, and like even back then, which was I think before they had like the shatterproof glass. Like, it's still, it's not an easy window to break. Right. Like, it's not like he just, like, hit it with his hand. Right. And so the second report is shortly thereafter when a construction security guard approached a man standing on the porch of an unfinished home, which is funny because this doesn't feel like it's near Clifton, but you know Kings no. Park, this says Kings Park West. Yeah, which, which is, is where Target is. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, like, it's now, like, there's, like, eight different restaurants and, like, well, no, Kings Park West is straight up just a neighborhood. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the it's Twinbrook Shopping Center is down past it further, and then there's Target, and then there's more, you know, there's yeah. Brook Station and all of that. Um, this is wearing... It's fairly developed now. Yeah, man wearing a gray, black, and white bunny costume was, you know... <laughs> Sorry. Whatever. The man began chopping at a porch post with long handle axe, saying, all you people trespass around here, if you don't get out of here, I'm going to bust you in the head. Okay, so that's... The, and this was a security guard, are, so like, presumably... Sorry. Yeah. Um, the, the security guard is presumably not somebody who's just going to make this shit up. Right. Like, he's not like a couple of drunk kids who got busted and were like, there was a man with an axe and we were so scared we fell into this whiskey bottle. Right. Like, this is probably a reputable and, dude. And these are two incidents that were actually investigated by the police, mm-hmm. but the legends... How about we both tell how start... we first heard the legend? Okay. Uh, hold on. So everyone's about... Several newspapers reported the incident of the bunny man also eating a man's runaway cat. <laughs> um, okay. Which is so something that bunnies are known to do. What is the version that you've heard? So, the first time I heard it, I think it was in, like, ninth grade, and I overheard some girls in my PE class talking about it. Mm-hmm. And the version I heard was that there was this dude who had, I imagined it was a pink bunny suit, but I don't think they specified, but it was a dude in a bunny costume, mm-hmm. and every Halloween he left a body at Bunny Man Bridge. So, like, he was still an active serial killer, killing people and then dumping them at the bridge, thus the name Bunny Man Bridge. Yeah. What was the version you heard? So, I've heard a variant of that, um, that, like, if you go visit it on Halloween, like, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, dead bodies. But I've also (laughs) heard the one about, like, the man who is called Bunny Man, not because he's an escaped Mm -hmm. asylum person, which, okay, by the way, there is no... There's asylum. never been an There's asylum, never been an asylum in, Fairfax in Fairfax County. Not in that place. There's no, no. no reason for there to be an escaped person from an no. asylum in that area. I don't even think we had a prison there at the time. Right. Like, the there closest, was nothing. The closest prison in that area was, like, was is now Workhouse. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's it's far away. That's not that's not anywhere near. It's not like he could have easily like escaped and walked over to Clifton. Right. That would have taken him like days. Yeah, at the time. Um, um, but so that I heard that version. Yeah. and you know that like, he he you know kills people or whatever. Yeah, um, I heard but, the version where he was also skinning and eating. So that's what I was trying to get. Oh, to. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm a life runner. Yeah, so anyway, the, um, skinning, skinning eating bunnies, but, like, hanging their bodies from the trees. Oh, I didn't um, get that version. Yeah. And Yikes. So, and that's where he keeps them. He hangs them from the trees so, like, animals oh. can't get to them, right? Um, okay. and then, that's, that's pretty much it. But one of the fun things that, you know, um, local people like us do is go to Bunny Man Bridge at night with their <laughs> friends. Because that's a thing. That's that's a part of why I've heard I heard Bunny Man Bridge's like legend when I was in middle school. And you know when we when we told Bunny Man Bri- the Bunny Man Bridge story in middle school, everyone acted like it wasn't in the nineteen seventies. Everyone acted yeah, like it was still, like it's still a pretty recent thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there there would be kids who you know whose older siblings could drive and mm-hmm. would drive them out there. Um. 
I still haven't been, oh. but last, not this past spring break, but the spring break before that, um, I was uh, driving back from Herndon with um, with Julia. Uh, we were visiting our friend Steph, and um, we were on Fairfax County Parkway, and we were trying to go eat in Fairfax, uh, and um, I was like, oh, you know, if you keep following this road, you end up in Clifton. And Julia was like, oh, I was in Clifton the other day. You know what's in Clifton, Sasha? And I was like, I know what's in Clifton, Julia. <laughs> and she's like, we should go now. And it's like, the, it's like probably at this point, probably like 8.30 at night. She Sun goes, we should go. Down. We should go. Let's go to Bunny Man Bridge. And so uh, every once in a while, <coughs> Bunny Man Bridge pops up at lunch. And Julia's like, we can still go. We can go. Like, And so, Julia, if you're listening to this. Um, you're I'm, a monster. <laughs> no, I I would like to go see Bunny Man Bridge for myself at some point because mm-hmm. I you've seen it. I have right? the one yeah. time I went was um when I took behind the wheel, which if you're not local to the area or if you moved here Just after a driving class, yeah, you have to do like a certain number of like hours with a certified driving instructor behind the wheel. And our dude made a big deal about how cool he was, and literally every time we got into the car, he was like, aren't you going to ask where we're going? And we're like, dude, we don't care, we're not going anywhere good, we're just here for driver's ed. And he's like, ask where we're going, so we wouldn't go, Vegas, baby, every single week. So he was that kind of person. So to prove that he was super cool, um, he had, I believe, yeah, it was my turn behind the wheel, we drove out to Clifton to Bunny Man Bridge, and that was the first time I'd ever seen it. Um, and it is, like, it is creepy even mm-hmm. in the daytime, like, yeah. it's, it's kind of dark because it's so wooded so you don't get the full-on sunlight um there's not a lot of lights around and you just have this little tunnel that's like it's it's a very narrow like one lane tunnel so only one car can go through at a time so you're supposed to like stop and either flash your lights or honk your horn in case somebody else is coming the other way and then you drive through it Mm -hmm. um but even the road itself like it's not a big road it's not very well paved and so after we drove to Bunny Man Bridge, it was, my turn was done. So like I took the class with two other people that mm-hmm. I didn't know and it was the other girl in the class's turn after me. So he had me like pull off of the road, place the car in park, and then like go to the back seat while she came to the front seat. So I took this class. It was the fall, mm-hmm. which is significant to note because there were a lot of leaves on the ground and mm-hmm. it was kind of muddy because of all the leaves. So like the car was maybe going to stick. So this girl was genuinely terrified of being at Bunny Man Bridge, even though it was daytime and there were like, there were four of us. Including an adult. Including a grown ass man with a cell phone. Um, And so she was genuinely very, very high strung. So Mm. she started to like put the car in reverse to kind of back out and get back on the road. And it did what cars do on wet leaves sometimes. Mm. And it just kind of did like that. It spun out just a little baby bit. Mm. And he, my my driver's instructor, for some reason, thought it would be really funny to go, it's the bunny man. This girl full-on screamed and gunned it so that we, like, shot back, went over the road, and ended up on the other side. And he was like, oh, oh, I was just kidding. You were just stuck on the leaves. But, like, she was terrified. So that was that was yeah. my only bunny man experience. Um, There was, I think... Who told me that? I, I'm having I'm hard, having a hard time remembering who it was. I think it was someone I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up in the area, Clifton area, uh-huh. and had a friend who, like, in order to get to her house, you had to go through. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And so, like, she she hadn't heard the story and would like go. And this is an elementary school, oh. or whatever. So she was used to like going through this tunnel and back and forth. And even the girl who lived at the house, like, I guess no one had told their family about like this thing. Cause one of these things you, you start learning about these legends, like when you're in middle school yeah. and like, high school. So, um, 
So by the time, like, she heard this story, she was like, what? But my friend lives through there. <laughs> like, like, it wasn't scary it wasn't anymore. And so hearing that also, like, made yeah. me a little bit happier, where I was That's like, good. normal people have to just drive through there yeah. all the time. Like, it's, so. it, like, what makes it creepy is just... It's not very developed. It's not very well lit. Right. So it kind of preys on all the things that, like, we've been, like... Fill in the blanks. Yeah, we fill in the blanks because yeah. it's dark and it's spooky. So you could see if somebody were going to leave a body somewhere, you could see them hanging it off of this overpass because it's remote. There's not a lot of people around. Right. It's quiet and dark. Um, and I heard... Before I heard the official story of Bunny Man Bridge, I had heard, like, whispered mentions from the popular kids being like, yeah, we're gonna go to Bunny Man Bridge but on Halloween, but we gotta be careful because the cops are around. And I don't know if that's actually true. I don't know if the cops stake might... it out because they're worried that somebody's gonna, like, do something. I think they're just worried about vandals. Yeah. That's probably idiot it. idiot kids are gonna be like, ha ha ha, I'm the Bunny Man, or whatever. Right, like, jump out at people. Yeah. Or, or like, spray paint. Or, you know, just, like, even just... Even just standing there in a bunny suit. Yeah, that's um, pretty fucked. When I was that's a like those freshman clowns. in college, um, there was one night, it was like after band, um, after dinner, Kay and I um, decided we needed to go get a snack, and so we were walking across the quad. We, we lived, like, on the quad. Mm-hmm. You know, walk across the quad um, to go get a snack from, like, um, like vending machines, whatever. Um, and so we... We're walking up the quad, and in the middle of the the path by uh, in front of Wilson, like in mm. front of the Wilson stairs, um, was a guy in a bunny suit. Oh, and this come is on. in the middle of the night, like Why? you know, late night, weeknight, <laughs> but late night. And he turned slowly and faced us. Uh. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake! And I was telling. Um, I don't even remember who I was telling you about this the other day, but I hate costumed characters so much. Um, I, you, I, I can wait until you leave to finish telling the story. Our, our, okay. our third roommate just came home, and she also does not love like, costumed characters. Yeah, I just, costumed <laughs> characters are so scary. And, and, like, I don't like when people do that slow turn. That creeps right. me out so bad. The only bad. characters I like are Disney ones because I have friends who work for Disney, oh. and so I can look at someone in... A costume and be like, oh, that could be my friend. Yeah. Um. So that doesn't worry me, but it's like the Six Flags ones or the ones in Times Square. Those really mm. scare me. And so this this kid, well, and this is probably like a year after I had a small panic attack at a Six Flags on a band <laughs> trip because Marvin the Martian wouldn't leave me alone. So he, um, he was annoying when we went to a Six Flags. Yeah, but it was a different guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because so, that that would have been when I after I had graduated high school. But we had a oh different no maybe it was my uh, it was no maybe it was junior when, year. Yeah. Whenever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we had a Marvin the Martian who was being creepy with our group too. Yeah, maybe that was just. It may have been, no, it may have maybe been the he same was a, year. Maybe he was a real Martian. No, because I like <laughs> Marvin the Martian, the no. character. Anyway, so this this guy is on the quad um, and turns slowly and faces us, and I'm like, okay, we need to just like, like just not don't even like walk in his direction. We just need to keep going in the path that we are mm-hmm. because we're far enough away. Um, and. Kay was like, no, 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 let's, let's go see what this is about. I'm like, no! <laughs> and so we go and we, we, we keep walking away, like, to where we need to go. Come back, and now that there, there are other people on the quad, and they're talking to this guy in the bunny suit, and she's like, see, he's just talking to people. It's okay. It's harmless. And so she's, like, dragging me along to go see this guy, and as we get closer, we realize, like, one of his paws is bandaged and bloodied. Or not bloody, but, like, covered in, like, red stuff, so it looks like someone had, like, you know, the rabbit's paws, rabbit's yeah. feet, right? Um, and he just keeps, like, he looks at us, 
and like looks at the people he's talking to, looks at us, and then the other people leave, and then he starts walking towards us, and I'm like having a small meltdown at this point, and my friend is just like, woo, let's talk to him, and like asking him if he wants to eat some of our candy, um, and I'm like, no, 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 and so like she, she ended up making sure I was okay, but also like was still like, exposure therapy, let's make sure that you're, she decided later that it was probably just like a frat Oh, like maybe. It was like, thing. haha, you gotta put on this costume to go talk to 30 people or whatever. Yeah, and like, be creepy yeah. or whatever in the middle of the I night. I see that. So, I'm sure Doesn't make it, it okay, was, but no. I can, I can see yeah. that. Or like, you know, the guys who would wear ghillie suits on the quad oh, and like, yeah. fall down. And, yeah, 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 but this was at night, so it was like, that a thousand so worse. times worse. And so, yeah, yeah that was like, that was the actual bunny man that I've seen yeah. in real life. And like, you have to understand that Virginia, I don't think, has a ton of urban legends that are unique to Virginia. Like, in terms of, like... That aren't, like, colonial. Yeah. Like, the bunny man is kind of... He's our guy. Yeah. And, like, Maryland has one that's kind of similar because I fell down a Wikipedia hole once with the bunny man. Um, but we should save that for another day. We should. But I believe it... Like, just in short, it's called the lizard man. Um, but... Thank you for taking this note. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, bunny man is a unique thing to Virginia. So, like... He had to have known when he put on that bunny suit what he was doing. Probably. Like, even if it was just, like, a hazing thing. Like, yeah. he had to know. Haha, bunny man. Um, but, yeah, like, if the bunny man were a real... This is the this is the nice portion where we bring people back up after spooping them out. Um, if the bunny man were a real dude and in the 1970s it was the same guy, he would be old AF right now and he probably wouldn't be bugging anybody anymore because let's say he was, you know, 30 in 1970. That means right now he's, like, 75. Almost 80. Probably, yeah. So his spooping days are behind him. Yeah. Sorry, bunny man. It was probably just a creepy racist. Yeah. Who had, like, strong feelings about personal property. And couples necking. And interracial couples And interracial couples necking. Kiapples. Kiapples. I'm drunk. I'm not drunk. You're not drunk. But I am. On life. And bunny men. I don't... I don't approve of your life choices. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not actually drunk on Bunnymen. Um, okay. But yeah, so, so that was that was our local flavor, local dude. And that, I think, was our spoop hour. Yeah, that's that's about an hour. So um, send us your stories. Send us your stories. If you have a story about something spooky that happened to you at Bunnyman Bridge or anywhere else in Virginia. Or, or anywhere. In America or in another country. I yeah. know Europe, I always feel like, yeah. is I feel full like- of... Well, especially, I mean, going to castles and stuff. Yeah, in places Europe. that are older yeah. and have all of that extra history yeah. that America wiped out for itself, but like that other places didn't. Right. Um, you're gonna, you're bound to get like more spoopy feelings because they have six hundred years of history behind them, or whatever. Yeah, or ten thousand. Or ten thousand years of spooky. Yeah. Whatever it is, what it, it depends on your castle. Exactly. Um, castle. So yeah, tell us stories. Yeah. Uh, um, t- tweet at us. Um, at Cupcake Owl Ten and at Sashanako S A S H A N A K O. Yeah. Um. So tweet us your stories. Facebook us your stories. Tweet us that you have a story, and we'll give you an email address. Send us smoke signals. Send us a carrier pigeon. Send us a ghost pigeon. Ooh, ghost pigeon. Ghost pigeon. I'd watch that movie. Ghost pigeon. I could feel like I feel like it would just be a movie, just like watching a bird try to do bird things and just failing at them because he's a ghost. That's really sad. I I think it could be cute. It like could be he, cute. He makes friends with the other pigeons and they all consult him on his pigeon wisdom. No. But then he's like, I want to eat some corn, but he can't because he's a pigeon ghost. 
It's not because he's a pigeon. It's because he's a ghost. It's because he's a ghost. It's because he's a ghost. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't be strangers. Don't be specters. Don't be ghosts. Don't be ghosts. Don't you ghost us. Don't you do it. <laughs> Happy Sunday night, y'all. Bye. Bye.